Marhaba and welcome to the Habibis, three game developers drinking good Arab tea. I'm your host for today, Fauzi Mesmar. And I'm Osama Darius. And I'm Rami Ismail. Did we you took a chance on that one, huh, Rami? Yeah, yeah, we both <laughs> rolled the dice. <laughs> Did you like my Saturday morning that was cartoon such introduction a good voice? radio voice, you Fauzi. <laughs> Fauzi, that was amazing. Yeah, was, that was too professional. I've been rehearsing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you were just like after last week, you were like, ah, got to do a little better than Rami did. I better start working on my uh, podcasting <laughs> voice. <laughs> it's a very I, good I, podcasting voice. I, I love how you said last week and not last episode. Yeah, yeah. Two two weeks in a row. Right. Well, it depends on when this yeah. episode comes out. Uh, the, well, don't count your we chickens say... before you lay them. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I, I don't, don't count your chickens before they hatch. I yeah, never I like count that. chickens, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, what is, Osama, what is your podcasting voice? But I, I don't have a podcasting voice. I don't practice on like Fozzy. I just show if, up. If you had to do like a radio voice, what would your radio voice sound like? I guess it would sound something like this. How does it oh. sound? I like it. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> Sounds the same, only slightly slower. Yeah, exactly. He just slowed down his cadence. <laughs> I, I feel like he wanted to add a British accent and then changed his what? mind last second. <laughs> Wait, did I? That was unintentional. No, you like, didn't. That's the thing. There's a, there's a hidden intention, but it was oh, no. never materialized. It wasn't very well hidden, though. You found it right away. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this podcasting business for a while, you know. Detective work. Detective Fozzy. Detective Fozzy. It's like the sequel. Detective. Oh my God. What a game. Detective Pikachu. It's the sequel. (laughs) I'm Detective Pikachu. (laughs) Oh, I love it. You have to say, Fauzi, Fauzi. It's me. What what would you sound like as a Pokemon, though, Osama? uh, Osama, Osama. (laughs) I like (laughs) that. sounds about right. You have to say your name all the time. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's it. Don't say anything else. Otherwise, you're you're Mew or something. There's only Mew that talks, right? Yeah, Mewtwo. Mewtwo, sorry. Meowth also speaks. That's one specific Meowth. That's true. <laughs> Most meows don't speak. That is true. This is the deep Pokemon lore you're all here Pokemon for. Logic, love it. Fauzi, like you said, I'll just go really fast. I'll just be like, rummy, 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 rummy. I love it. I'm, I can I can imagine myself being like a pink, fluffy Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very short one. <laughs> I'm a cross between Snorlax and Jigglypuff. Oh, so Snorlax is pretty. Yeah, Snorlax and Jigglypuff. Which uh, uh, which one is the one that hugs the most? I think they neither do. Neither. <laughs> we need one another one. Sleeps <laughs> another puts you to sleep. Can you tell I'm tired? <laughs> <laughs> Osama has that game developer life. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. Are there Pokemon that wear hats? I just googled hugging Pokemon, and oh. it's very, and, it's, and it's very wholesome. Very good. I love it. 
It's Ash hugging Pikachu as the first uh-huh. one. But then all kinds of Pokemons hugging each other. Oh, no. oh God, I shouldn't have scrolled down. Maybe, maybe don't scroll too far. <laughs> so that's the thing, Robbie. The Pokemon don't have to wear hats. Ash wears a hat. Right, but if you're going to be a Pokemon, doesn't doesn't the, the, the final evolution of Slowpoke wear a hat? Does he? Let me check. I think so. Like, you had, like, slow, Slowpoke, slow, slow King. Slow King. Yeah, that's, yeah, slow a King a hat. that's a hat. I think it qualifies, unless it's, like, part of him. No, it's or, it's it's technically. I think it's the shelter <laughs> that bites Slowpoke's head or yeah, something. It bites him on or the tail. head. That's right. The yeah, shell has teeth. Yeah, it's like a face hugger, but that missed. It's perfect. Yeah, but but fashionable. <laughs> yeah, fashionable. Uh, I love it. Kind of friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look nice. They look very friendly. Yeah. We need to do a deep dive Pokemon analysis podcast episode. <laughs> that's it. That's what we need. Well, we're doing it right now. Right. I, what was yeah. the last Pokemon game you played, start to finish? Oh god! Start to, to finish? finish. I don't finish yeah. games, so I don't think I've ever finished a Pokemon. What's the last Sapphire. Pokemon game you sampled? Sapphire was the last. Oh, I finished. Sapphire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for me, it was way older than that. I think I'll. I can't but it also to... depends. It depends on what is finishing a Pokemon game. Is it like just beat the final all. battle or catch them all? I I get all get... the gyms. You know. Get let's all the just, gyms. Let's get. Let's make it simple. Then I also did. Uh, um, what was it called? Like. I think it was later. Uh, X was later, right? X, yes. Uh, 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. So Sapphire played, was uh, Game Boy Advance, I think. I played X and Sapphire. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't. I think I didn't finish X, but I definitely yeah. did finish Sapphire. I did uh, Silver. I did Blue. Oh, Basically, okay. I always go for the Blue version. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played a Pokemon since Pokemon Go. Don't judge me. Pokemon Go is great. It was a good game. Yeah, it was, yeah. but it's still like is. seven years old. Oh, <laughs> so. no. Sword. Sword and Shield. Oh, you played Sword and Shield? Yeah, I did play Sword and Shield. I did like You finished it? Yeah. Ah, cool, man. Yeah, I like that you, one. Cozy? Which one did you play? I think the last one I finished was uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's Arceus. I didn't finish the, that one. On the Switch. It yeah, got overwhelming, that one. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's good. It's it's a very unusual Pokemon game. Yeah. Uh, but let's go Pikachu, because I think Yellow was my favorite. And I think it was my first Pokemon, Pokemon Yellow. So let's go Pikachu is a really nice uh, walk down memory lane. Yeah, I can imagine that. I... Uh... I know. I also played a bunch of the side games like Snap and Stadium. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I uh, did play one of the Snaps. But I can't remember which one. I didn't like the new Snap. They they didn't they didn't capture it. They, it didn't have the vibe. You know, I don't even know what the vibe is, but it didn't have it. It was missing something. Yeah, you just can't put your finger on what, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes well, when you can't put your finger on it, it's just a number in an Excel sheet that was missing. That's Not usually always. is. <laughs> it's a balance hey, but, issue. But what was, what was you guys first started Pokemon? Okay, I started late. I played uh, the Game Boy, uh, one of the first Game Boy Pokemons, but like f- four years after it came out. I yeah, I so missed what, the hype. So what was what was what Pokemon did you pick to start with? This I is the important so. question, dude. Do you forget how old I am? I don't remember. This is like a million <laughs> years ago. I, oh, I so do, do you remember? Well, Pokemon <laughs> Yellow was Pikachu. 
Oh, you always pick Pikachu. How do you yeah. remember? Or Squirtle. Yeah, Squirtle. Okay, okay. Fauzi and I have similar tastes in starting Pokemon. Huh. <laughs> I've, I've consistently picked whatever the water starter was. So why? I'm curious why. I don't know. It's a it's a vibe. You know, it's a, huh. it's. I, but, I don't know. Like you know, I started with Squirtle, and it was Charmander or Bulbasaur or Squirtle. Yeah. And I picked Squirtle, and it, I think the earlier Pokemon games were basically designed with the starting elements as difficulty, like a mm. starting difficulty selectors, because the first gym was like a stone gym, if I'm not mistaken. So having water or grass helped, having fire worked against you. Water was like something it was strong against. Grass, I think, was medium, and then fire, it was hard. Um, so it basically just changed the difficulty of the start of the game, I guess. Mm. But um, yeah, I picked Squirtle, and then from that game on, I've always picked the water Pokemon. Like just, I picked the blue game, I picked this water starter. When a water starter is really silly or bad, I skip the game. <laughs> that makes sense. Don't okay, I had to look at the box covers to see which one, and I got the yellow one. Oh, you got Pikachu? Yeah. I think it was just because it was a recognizable one. The thing is, I hadn't missed the hype on Pokemon for a few mm. years. I, I just was like, what is this game? And then I, I saw people playing it, and they were telling me it was really good. And then I had a really boring retail job at the time. <laughs> and so I had my Game Boy in my, in my pocket, and Playing Tetris with interruptions was so frustrating. Uh, you know, when people come in and you have to like put it away and then serve them. But Pokemon was far less uh, frustrating to play with interruptions. Yeah. So that's actually my my first plunge into Pokemon. It was a so, game I played when there were no customers in the store. So both of you picked a Pokemon that would wreck mine because that's an electricity type. Both of you got Pikachu <laughs> then. So yeah. me and my Squirtle are in trouble. <laughs> They're not super effective. No. <laughs> a funny thing of a friend of mine, uh, they all uh, had kids at some point in like very close proximity to each other. So I was visiting uh, Berlin and I brought each one of their kids. So each couple had a kid each. So there was three kids in total. And I came in with three starting Pokemon plushies. <laughs> Experiment. <laughs> so now each of those kids, one had a Pikachu, one had a Squirtle and one had a Charmander. And, and everybody uh, hates Bulbasaur. I mean, I mean, don't hate the players. <laughs> <laughs> Bulbasaur is, is all right, but yeah. I mean, Bulba, mediocre. But mediocre. I mean, like, compared to the other three. Yeah, for, hey, I agree. I agree. I just don't want to say it out loud in case, you know, I get, <laughs> I get stopped at my next conference to be like, what's with the Bulbasaur hate? <laughs> you know, Fuzzy, this is something you should have learned after last episode. Sometimes saying something is good means that people think you say the other thing is bad. Uh, it's like yeah. Jordanian kebab is the best. <laughs> People might read it as Egyptian kebab is bad. <laughs> That's a good thing that we record ourselves and put it on the internet for everybody <laughs> yeah. to interpret yeah. what we're saying. Whether that's or bad is <laughs> debatable. Say. <laughs> uh, so what, so I, did I, they fight over one of them, or was it just like each of them picked one? So like you know, like uh, now a couple of years have passed, and I think for the kids have grown, but it's still uh, from what the parents are telling me is their favorite plushie. So I'm, so I'm wondering if like for three to five years from now, like they will get into Pokemon <laughs> and their parents will hate me, 
or love me. Hard to say. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, but maybe like that, I will know what video game to buy their kids every Christmas. I'll just send them the latest Pokemon game. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm continuing with the cure of their kids' addiction. You're welcome. <laughs> it's funny. The last time a friend of mine got uh, got children, uh, I actually got them a Switch with a Pokemon game, but for the parents. Oh. Because uh, <laughs> they don't have time to play games anymore. It's true. <laughs> to do. You can leave it. Uh, you can leave it on the side while you change diapers. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk about that for just a sec. There Changing was... diapers? <laughs> Actually, not that. But the games that get you through having kids. There oh. was one very unlikely game that got me through one of uh, like my parental leave periods, and it was believe it or not. Titan Quest. Do you, oh, either yeah. of you know yeah. about Titan Quest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it's not like I was looking for something like this, but I, at the time I was playing Titan Quest and, and I had one of my kids. I honestly can't remember who, uh, <laughs> which one. But Titan Quest has, uh, uh, it's basically like a Diablo like, you know, action RPG with loot based system and some. Uh, like uh, choice of which character class that you have. And the really cool thing about it is that you don't choose one class, you always do a class. You choose two classes, and the combination of both the classes make a certain player type. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep playing Titan Quest, but you can't play Titan Quest by, while like giving a bottle to a baby. It's, you need both hats. Kind of, you, know, you need your one hand on the keyboard, one hand on the mouse. Unless you're able to make a build that's just one hand. And then it works. And that's what I did. I just found basically a combination of um, archer and defensive uh, character that allowed me to not need to press anything on the keyboard. I just had very few abilities and they were pumped to the max and I was able to just move and shoot and what have you. While that's fun. Feeding. What a game designer solution. (laughs) But the thing is, I challenged myself to do it. I'm like, well, if you're going to play this, you have two options wait or make it work yep. and i made it work and so i started a new run with two new classes and i got pretty far along until it became a little too difficult to play with that one run Let's, like, but it, you know like it was fine because by that time it, that that takes a long time when you have a baby you don't have a lot of time to play i can by imagine that time, baby was able to like you know hold the own bottle <laughs> If if you decided to have another baby, I would recommend <laughs> you play you play uh, lineage two. Because of that that game, uh, it's it's an MMO, it's a Korean MMO, and it has uh, I don't know if you've ever played it, but it has a full, uh, especially if you play it on mobile, it has a full auto mode, so you can yeah. set your build and then you can press play, and then the game will play itself for yep. you. That's and really it'll cool. occasionally wait until you collect the loot. So if you oh. pause on the loot, you make the selection, which is tap tap with one hand or with your nose, depending on how busy you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the game will continue to uh, to play itself. Like your character will go do the quests, will loot, will engage in battles, will do everything, and you oh. will watch it. It was one of those games, and a lot of my colleagues, when I used to be in Japan, I, <laughs> uh, we used to do that. We would have our phone on, like, uh, a holder. Mm. And uh, just have the game running. Uh, like, by, the, by our computers. And we'll be working, and the game is, go, is like, doing its thing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 
every now and then, like every 15 minutes, I look at it, I tap a few taps, and then it continues to do it. It's an idle game. I love this. Idle MMO. But it's fully uh, realized. So if you yeah. look at it, it's like it, it's uh, incredible graphics, like state-of-the-art. Yeah. So on, on a related note, one of the, the funnest experience I had playing games with my friends was when we weren't playing uh, the WWF games. And what I mean by that is <laughs> they had a really, really like deep character customization system, especially for back then, for the Nintendo 64 days. Like you couldn't make yourself look exactly like yourself, but close enough that people were like, oh, you made this person. So we'd go over to each other's houses. And spend the entire time making ourselves as characters, our friends, people that we know, sometimes famous people, and then watching bots fight each other. Right. And like cheering on like ourselves or our friends or whatever. But we're not the ones playing. We're watching based on the combination of, oh, they'd have this stance and these moves, and that's their finisher. And then seeing the combination come together and who would win and who's good against who. It was way more fun than it had any any and you know any business being i um i think i used to do that as well just let games attract mode run i kind of miss attract modes yeah they were kind of fun yeah you know just just start back when osama i don't know what it is but like every time you tell a story it's like you know when i when i was having uh when i was having my first child and it was a game i would play you wouldn't imagine the game <laughs> every time like my brain just jumps you know you you kind of mentally brace you're like oh my god what's gonna come here and i'm just sitting here going like doom eternal no like what is what's it gonna be and i'm just like my brain has been off on this tangent of like what is the least appropriate game <laughs> so <laughs> for when you have a kid <laughs> okay this is a hilarious thing but at one point um i was playing grand theft auto 4 while holding my son <laughs> and the thing is way too young to understand what's happening right way 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 too young to understand what's happening but my son grabbed the controller and started like just holding it like didn't wasn't even just right. holding it and i thought it was so funny that i called my wife in the room who took a picture in the second that he just happened to be looking at the tv but he's like looking around he's not playing the right game. but it looks like i have a picture of my son like Two months old, sitting on my lap, holding a control, shooting GTA. some pedestrians <laughs> with a bazooka, <laughs> playing GTA Four. Exactly, it's incredible. It, like it was a picture, not a video. Otherwise, you'd right. see that all he was doing is holding the stick right. and in circles. But still, it looked like it was intentional. Amazing. Yeah. So that's your answer. That's the most inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, Rami, I uh, started uh, playing uh, Alan Wake Two. Oh, what do you think so far, Ooh, dude? I'm hooked. I'm <laughs> yeah. hooked in like I'm hooked in like five minutes. This yep. is totally my kind. So I love Twin Peaks. Yep. <laughs> so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, op- I'm opening hour. So um, I don't know if it continues this way, but like, it's a collection of a lot of uh, like all the drama TV that I like to watch. Is that? Yep. Serial killer stuff. Check. Yep. The Twin Peak. Check. Yep. Um, uh, small town, U.S. weird folk 
Check. Uh, check. Synchronized, wow. synchronized coffee drinking. Check. Synchronized, yes, exactly. Lots of coffee drinking. Yeah, I want to see the tech behind that. I feel even even the the car shots feel like they were shot on one of those old fashioned, like kind of green screeny things. Yeah. Right. It does like the, the the what you're seeing out of the back of the car doesn't feel like it exactly fits what the driving is. And I'm just like, wow, yeah. they really they really went for it on this one. Yeah. Wow. Also, seeing Sam Lake in the game. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> then Sam Lake doesn't sound like Sam Lake. Right. Sam <laughs> yeah, he, the, the Sam Lake character has a voice actor. Yeah, has a voice actor. Which is so good. Which is very jarring for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you know Sam, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. But I... Uh, Wait, you have to give more context. So Sam, Sam Lake is uh, the uh, studio director, creative director over creative at Remedy. Director creative director oh, over yeah. at Remedy. Um, and he was originally, I think he was even, he was just the Max Payne character. Yeah, um, exactly. So even if you don't yeah. know him, he you know, like, you know, you know him as the Max, as Max yeah. Payne. Yeah, I actually know about this. I forgot his name. That's all. Right, but I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So, <laughs> in in Europe, if you're if you're working in European games, you'll you'll come across Sam. Yeah. Um, and um, but yeah, so for for Alan Wake, there's a character that is based on Sam, right? Hmm. Um, and he is he is portrayed by Sam, and I'm I'm fairly sure he's motion captured by Sam. And for the FMV character, for the FMV sequences, he's played by Sam. <laughs> but for all of it, he's voice acted by somebody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> so you're watching him talk here, like, huh? Uh, Uncanny yeah. Valley. Yeah, <laughs> like this is all Unsammy Valley. Unsammy. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but but even if you've never met the guy, like uh, you've played Max Payne, you you re- recognize Max yeah. as that character, has that sound, and then you play this game, like, oh wait, it's Max Payne. Wait, no, it doesn't sound yeah. like him. <laughs> That's uh, exactly how I learned about this. Is that I saw him in a thing. And I'm like, wait, that person looks like Max Payne. No. And I looked it up. I'm like, oh, my God. But this is like years ago. I've forgotten since then, but that's exactly it. And, you know, that's not the first time that happened. No. Uh, it, and, of course, it's not going to be the last. But uh, the main character in the ADOS game, oh, frick, Deus Ex, um, is, mm-hmm. looks exactly like the art director from, like, the studio that did the reboot in, in, in ADOS in Montreal. Oh. <laughs> like, the same, the same. Except... The, the person in, in the studio has a completely different accent and voice. So, no. <laughs> again, they got a professional voice actor to do this. But, yeah. Fauzi, so, though. Yeah. Sam in Alan Wake 2 is, is voice acted by James McCaffrey, who also did Max Payne. Ah, it's the same guy. It's the same voice actor. It's oh, the same wow. character. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. It's, just, it's straight up Max Payne, just now renamed to, you know, his, <laughs> his new name in the game. Oh, interesting! Yeah, how, is it, how long has it been since Max Payne? Twenty. Years? Oh my God! Yeah, I was oh. I was young for that. I think it must have been like twenty years since Max Payne. Yeah, when Osama, you're the elder. What when was Max Payne? <laughs> Dude, because <laughs> I'm the elder, everything blurs. <laughs> I don't remember. But the first right, name of the series, Max Payne, was released in 2001. Oh yeah, so, so, I was fifty-eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> My memory was already deteriorating. I was thirteen. Twenty-two years ago. Yeah, 
Wow. I was 13, 22 years ago. <laughs> oh, I was like 23, 24. Math is hard. It gets harder as you get older. Oh, no. Yeah. It's already hard. <laughs> oh, no. You need to remember all these numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother? There's, but, there's... Uh, but but like really like I, I I'm I'm hooked already mm-hmm. again I I like the I like everything about it really from the from it the can... sound effect from the the atmosphere the 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 voice acting the the characters the movement everything <laughs> is pretty solid the that... one thing that's a little bit off for me mm-hmm. uh, is the the facial animation tech. Mm. I don't know if, if you noticed that or if, it, uh, if it's just me, but like I, it's uh, there's a mismatch between the VO and the lip sync as the characters speak, especially with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> that that yeah. for sure. But I think at first I was like, is it the Enkani Valley thing? But then I noticed it with the other characters too that the oh. the lip syncing and the characters are not completely. Uh, I didn't fully. See, I I did not. I did not see that. It's a very um, tiny thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a very very tiny thing. Either it's you're like, sharper or your or your TV is worse. It could be. Could be. Could be both. Could be both. Can I give you one very um, um, obscure hint for the game? Yeah, do it. When you come across the mop and the puddle, use yeah. it as often as you can. Okay. Okay. This will okay. make sense later. I promise. Yeah. 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 Uh, but okay. when you come across the mop and the puddle, use it. Use it uh, liberally. Oh, uh, okay. I will. And I just okay. looked it up. There was a bug that's uh, been patched. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, there was a lip sync and there was some audio issues, and that's been okay. patched. Yeah. Cool. Nice. That's good. Cause... Uh, because I started playing the game, uh, and I now know why. Because I started to play when it was ready to play, so uh, it was probably mm. patching as I was playing. Yep. So that's why I experienced it. Long yeah. live technology. So there you go. Another, uh, yeah. another uh, case open and closed. Yeah. By detective Fauzi. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> detective. Lip sync issues? Got it sorted. Fauzi will figure it out. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, yeah, beyond that, did I, did I do anything? I... Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> but I'll, I'll talk a lot more about Unwake, I think, next time. But yeah. I finished, finished Spider-Man. I finished oh, the cool. game. You, how was it? How's the ending? Well, without no, no, spoiling, I, I, uh, without spoiling, I love the land. The, the ending, I, basically, at the story landed. Like the okay. the story is good, start to finish. I okay. encountered a lot more of the stuff that you mentioned last time, oh, uh, yeah. Osama. That like kind of takes you off of the experience. You know, there was a yeah. a bunch of stealth sequences. I was like, oh, why are we doing this? You know, can I just please yeah. go back to swinging around and. Uh, That's when that lineage mode would have come in handy. Just like play it for me. I'll watch. I don't mind. I'll do something else at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not that Uh, I don't want the story. It's just that the gameplay during that time is not fun. And like it's not helping me stay engaged. I'd rather Doom Scroll while it plays in the background the way I usually watch movies. Don't judge me. Right. And then I go back to the action and then I'm fully engaged. There was a couple of uh, boss battles. I didn't understand why. Um, you know, like you would, the boss will start. You will see the boss uh, health bar. You mm. know, you will fight the boss. The mm. the stealth bar would go to zero. Sorry, the health bar would go to zero. I said mm-hmm. stealth bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a cutscene would happen, and then you're fighting a boss again, the same right. boss. 
And sometimes you do that like three times. And it's not like a new phase. Sometimes it's literally the same boss. And you just fight three times. Yeah. Makes sense. Wow. Yeah. I haven't yeah. played that game. I So I'm weird in that I, I kind of bounced off of the first one. And I feel like the second one is similar to the first one. Oh, yeah. You bounced so, off the first one. Yeah, I kind of bounced off the first one. I played it for probably like halfway through the game. And then I was like, Ooh. okay, yeah, sure. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few games that I would probably like if I just keep it on, I would probably platinum it. If I didn't yeah, want right. to jump over to Alan Wake, just because being in the open world is so much fun. It is. Well, that was the thing. I really, I really enjoyed the swinging around and like yeah. sort of like just, but like then whenever it went to something else, I just liked that less. Yeah, yeah. I get you. That you makes know, sense. It goes to combat, I'm like, eh. It goes oh, to like I, stealth. I'm like, eh. It goes. I to liked like, combat and stealth. It was just like yeah. the actual stealth, the your Spider-Man stealth, not right. the yeah. you know whatever. Uh, but it's interesting. Is there a reason they didn't like the combat specifically? Because yeah. you're not the only person I heard say that. A lot of people f- said it felt too automatic. Yeah, uh, it it felt both prescriptive and guided. Yeah. You know, and and then you know, like you, you look at my work, you can see that for me, like sort of like this this sort of like expressive agency in combat is a really big part of what I like. Yeah, that makes sense. I just completely didn't have that vibe in Spider Man. I was like, okay, I press this button and then this button and then this button and then the cool thing happens. Great. Hmm. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and like you know, like I think for Spider Man, what I wanted was, what, I feel like I want creativity in yeah. how I dispatch of things, and I just didn't didn't feel like I got that. That, mm. That's very fair. To me, fair. I see the combat in like the Arkham games and, because it's basically the same thing as Spider-Man. Spider-Man mm-hmm. It's just like different flavor of that. I see it as a cross uh, between Tekken and uh, Quick Time Events. <laughs> like that's quite a combo. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like they're, they're, you know, there are moves. They do things. If they connect, they will do other things. They will allow you to chain other things. That's on the the Tekken side, right? Yeah. Um, it's it, it's less like Street Fighter where it's like. You do a, a a move, and then you have a window where you could cancel into other move, and it's more of a um, dialogue combo. Like there's, if you input these things, uh, these things will happen. Like the input buffers are a little bit generous for that. Right. But on the other side, it's quick time eventy. Like we are throwing these things on the screen at you in this order, and you have to press this within this time frame. Uh, is mm-hmm. like how how it feels. The the difference is instead of having why what i have is a person with a yellow baton moving towards you and slowing down as they approach you giving you that window to press why it's the same thing except it's not as prescriptive the the difference is like again going back to tekken it's a little bit more 3d tekken's a bad (laughs) example because it has only a single target while this has multiple targets that you move from so it's like in between if you analyze it that way, it's easier to see which parts of combat interest you and which parts of combat yeah. don't interest you. Because uh, like, I don't like just quick time events. I don't think they're very engaging. But this quick time event with a layer of, of intentionality above it, even though I like Street Fighter is my game, like that's my fighting game that I really mm-hmm. like. And this is nothing like it. There's enough there for me to be really into it. And the visual uh, like reward that you get out of succeeding is, is fulfilling enough that I love it. And I really think that Spider-Man lends itself better to the Arkham combat than Batman. And it, bat, it worked well for Batman. It works better for Spider-Man because he is bouncy and he can pull you close and he can do... He's more elastic. And this lends yeah. itself a lot more to elasticity. 
So I actually, I'm not normally a fan of, hey, they did this thing and it works, let's use it, unless it fits the problems that we want to solve. Better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this just fits. It fits so well that I'm a, a big fan from a design, like just right. from my design mind. And yeah. I'm playing it, it just so happens, it, it checks all the boxes. It's, it's a big appreciation. <laughs> it's a big appreciation for what like Arkham Asylum is, you know, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. But the fact that I'm enjoying Spider-Man 2 this year, like there's a lot to be owed to like how much Arkham Asylum did for the industry, really. Yep. Like uh, like that game is so so monumental and so influential. Yep. Uh, uh, it it showcased in so many video games since. Yeah. And it it came out like 2007, I want to say. Osama, you're the elder. <laughs> when I was, uh, you know, an old man, it came out when <laughs> yeah. I was an old man. Uh, you were but... like in your teenage years when that game came out. 2009. 2009. Yeah. 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 So, so even even before Alan Wake won. I like I like that we keep asking our elder and then googling it at the same time and then just it's being all a blur. with Google. It's all yeah. a blur. It's worse. Yeah, okay. I mean, so like he still, like, still like find his glasses. Yeah. Know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he opens it. He opens the dictionary of video games that he has this book form. Volume three. Yeah. Vo- yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. It did it did change things a lot in terms of gameplay. But it also changed things in terms of the market and business in ways mm-hmm. that a lot of people, like youngins like you folk, have forgotten. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there hey, I remember time. Batman on PS1. Oh, yes, or- yes, there was. But you have to remember that almost every Batman that came out before Arkham Asylum was a movie or cartoon tie-in. There, the, there was a market that existed before that doesn't exist anymore, where it's movie tie-in move, games. It almost doesn't exist anymore. There's barely anything like it anymore. Where the budget for these games came out not from development budgets, but from marketing budgets for those movies. They almost didn't care if the games made a profit or not. What they wanted is those games to take up shelf space at Walmart so that people recognize the game. It was buying billboards. So those games generally had very low budget. They were quick to go to the bargain bin. They were mostly uh, low quality. Rarely were they even good quality, uh, and they were never full price. That was there was yeah. an entire market of these um, like placeholder games, like almost a, a game where you play two or three huge games in the year, and these are going to tide you over until those games come out, and you know might introduce a story element or two from the movie that's coming out that you weren't aware of because they're they, you know there's more story in those games, they're longer, right, that kind of thing. And I would say the Arkham battle- killed that market. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Though, like, you know, I, I agree one. with everything you're saying, yeah. except that Batman Returns on the Super Nintendo is actually pretty good. <laughs> I am not saying they were all bad. There were a couple of X-Men games that were really good as well, and a handful of them were not movie tie-ins, or they were just licensed. Listen, it, yes. I will not hear anything um, while Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Turtles Tournament Fighters exists. Like, yes. that is just one of the <laughs> best games of all time. a good game. But that was, to a degree, a, a cartoon tie-in, is what I'm saying. Like, the, the, the games that are games for themselves, there were a few. There, but uh, Sorry, the games that were 
based on IP and that were just a game in and of um, of themselves, there were a few of them. But the majority of those games, the majority of them were tie-ins with movies, and that that market just it's so removed now because now people have so many games to choose from; they don't need those games that tied them over. They can even play free, free games on on their phone, like even Netflix competes with it. But back then, that wasn't the case. It just wasn't. Uh- And also, I would say that now with AAA development being as difficult and expensive and huge as it is, I think yep. it's uh, it's even more and more difficult to be able to time a game development with the movie release date. You know, exactly. like they, they used to come out within the same hard. window. Um, yeah. I think, uh, like you know, the closest I I came I came to that was uh, when I worked at GameLoft actually, Osam. I think huh. the same around the same time you were. Yeah, we were working on the the game tie-in for Amazing Spider-Man 2 that was yeah. about to come out, and the movie was still under production. Yeah, and, and at the time they flew. Uh, the, the Marvel wasn't part of Disney, and the script mm-hmm. was in a room closed. So they flew me to where the script was. It was chained <laughs> to the table, <laughs> and you know, like you're not allowed to take your phone or anything. You have a notepad, and mm-hmm. you go in, and you're you you're in that room. The door closed. I'm in that room for like a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. I read that script. I make the notes, and then I take those notes back with me to the team. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> to make to make the yes. game and like uh, and meanwhile then, the like, script can change too. The so script that's can change, the movie can change, and also yeah. the game could change because it's game development. So, of course, you know, and uh, and uh, for a lot of these games, it was that it was trying to create like the best game possible while the thing is being made. Yep, with the communication channels that we even had back then. So it's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a thing. It's But I very... say, like you know, on the topic of like uh, speaking of like Super Nintendo <laughs> um, uh, superhero games, I would love for a DLC for Spider-Man to be Maximum Carnage. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and for have... this one, it would really fit too. For that this was... one, it works really well. That was so a well. good Spider-Man game. That's a good Spider-Man game. So that's the thing. Asterix, because I played it a million years years ago. I don't know how well it holds up now, but it was great when I played it. Yeah. I wonder. Robbie, did you play anything uh, since we've last spoke? I mean, Baldur's Gate and Destiny. (laughs) Now we added Baldur's Gate to the rotation. Yeah, (laughs) well, I mean, Destiny is exciting for a few weeks. New season started, but I think we'll, we'll keep that for a future episode where I can properly... Uh, orate about the beauty of destiny to yeah. uh, for at least 10 minutes because we don't yes, have please. 10 minutes anymore. Um, yeah. but um, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 just remains just incredibly impressive. So, I I think uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Ferris Artie, yeah. um, yeah. has been playing uh, Baldur's Gate 3, but he has he has choice paralysis, yeah, yeah. he gets oh, very no. overwhelmed by too many choices. Oh, so, no. for the first few days that he was playing, I would hop in a stream. Um, he would stream his PlayStation to mine. And I would hop in the stream and watch him play, and just sort of like you know, guide him through difficult choices. Wow! But he's now called for him. Yeah, or like just sort of explain what the consequence might be because that's kind of what he was scared of. Like, yeah. what if I do it wrong? He played Divinity before this, and in Divinity, you okay. could really get your game stuck. Yeah, you know, you can. You you could really get in a situation where you just didn't make the right choices. And Baldur's Gate three catches that so elegantly and now that mm-hmm. he's been playing a few days now he's just sending me like giant stories <laughs> yeah. and the beauty of it is i don't recognize most of them 
Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, it's just completely different game. He's playing a bard. Uh, another friend of mine, she's playing a, um, um, like, a tiefling. Like, a you yeah. know, a, I'm playing a human paladin. And, like, everybody who talks to me about this game is just talking about a completely different game. And I just... <laughs> It feels it's like just, this is the biggest difference between it and Divinity 2, in which like Divinity 2, there's some FOMO, but you can largely get, you can see most of the story beats. Yeah. Whereas in Baldur's Gate, what I'm hearing is that you could really miss, like, you know, people are playing different, wildly different games. Just Not completely. because of the characters, but also because of the choices they make. Yep. Yeah, completely different. Like, it, it's bonkers. It's It's really, really impressive. I think maybe... As we get to the end of the year or past the end of the year, if the two of you play a bit more of it, um, yeah. we'll talk a bit. We'll compare. We'll compare stories, but yeah. Uh, yeah. that's for a future time. I, I'm, I'm, uh, but like it is. Unfortunately, I'm on a lot of boards that review uh, games for like yeah. end of year things, so that's Same. taking up all my game playing time. And I'm enjoying it. I'm not complaining. It's just that you know how it is. Like, yep. like, I can't I wait sure to get do. to the part where I'm choosing what I'm playing instead. Yep. Yeah, I think we need to wrap this up because uh, we're a bit short on time today, and Osama needs to run. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. But uh, well, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk a, l- a bit more about this next time. But it's good that we're in, like uh, with close proximity. I'm I'm happy we're back to this actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is so nice. This is cool. I'm loving it. Anyway, for next time, if you uh, since we're doing this more frequently, knock on wood, knock on wood. Inshallah, <laughs> we'll be coming inshallah. back with more habibis. Uh, please join us next time but for in the meantime please send us emails it will make uh, Osama happy uh, by sending emails. them at info at the habibis.com he loves emails uh, <laughs> really <but> does. Also, <laughs> you can also join our uh, discord at discord.thehabibis.com and we'll be right back in your ears with more habibis soon but for the time being salam 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 That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I am Fauzi Masmar, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Fauzi Masmar. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Rami Ismail, who you can find on Twitter at THA underscore Rami. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubela, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hanni. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening. Salam.